Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Monday, May 8th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Jay Doherty. And I'm Isabel Danzis. Here are today's headlines. New York City's congestion pricing plan is facing backlash after the federal government gave it the go-ahead. Backlash is mainly coming from the other side of the Hudson. New Jersey lawmakers are saying congestion pricing will hurt daily commuters who enter the city for work. In a letter to Governor Hochul, lawmakers say that New Jerseyans will be looking at roughly $40 in extra toll fees every day to get to work. The letter urges Hochul to look into other options for dealing with traffic congestion. The new pricing plan will increase toll fees for motorists entering the city's busiest areas. The price hike will look something like a $9 to $23 increase. Now that the plan has received the green light from the federal government, it enters a 30-day public notice period. If no more setbacks occur, the plan will go into motion. If the plan completes this phase, drivers can expect to start paying more next year. Some news from a little further north of the city. A state of emergency was declared in Rockland County after New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced plans to send migrants to hotels in the Hudson Valley. County Executive Ed Day claims that the area is already under pressure from a lack of affordable housing, and this new influx of people will add to existing issues. Adams' plan includes transporting about 300 men to Rockland County. The county executive says they told Adams that they were not okay with the plan. The state of emergency will last for 30 days. In that time period, the city cannot bring migrants to the area, and it stops hotels from housing them without licensing. The Biden administration is proposing new travel rules for airline companies. A new proposal would require airline companies to pay above and beyond a ticket refund to take care of passengers deeply inconvenienced by an imposed schedule change. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says his office is working to require airlines to provide compensation, meals, and hotel accommodations to passengers who are left flightless for reasons within an airline's control. Currently, if a flight is canceled, a customer can request a refund for the remaining portion of their ticket for things like baggage fees or seat reservation changes. However, airlines frequently try to convince passengers to opt for a travel voucher in lieu of a refund. This could all change with the introduction of new rules. The Biden administration's announcement was made just a few weeks ahead of the peak summer travel season. This month is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And today we have WFUV's Emma Murphy here to tell us about what New York City is doing to celebrate. So, Emma, what can we be looking out for during AAPI Month? Well, there's a lot of events going on in the city, but I'm really interested in one initiative that wants to expand Asian American history for all schools in New York State. It's being led by New York State Senator John Liu and Assemblymaker Grace Lee. They want Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander history to be covered in regular school subjects like social studies and history, not just electives. That's really interesting, Emma. Do they think this change is necessary because there's a lack of AAPI history taught currently? Yeah, that's definitely part of it. The current curriculum doesn't cover post-9-11 attacks on South Asians or discuss the false accusations against Chinese Americans for spying on the U.S., So really, lawmakers want the new curriculum to highlight some of the struggles of Asian Americans. And what's the other reason for this initiative? Well, Isabel, it's an update that's really needed right now. A recent status update showed 80% of Asian Americans don't feel fully accepted or like they belong in the country. And 50% of Asian Americans even say they feel unsafe. So hopefully the change to the school's curriculum will reduce some of this discomfort. Let's hope so. Thank you, Emma.
Despite gaining immense popularity among Americans, the French Bulldog has never secured a win in the United States' most prestigious dog show. But this year might see a big shift in the status quo, as a famous Frenchie named Winston makes his way onto the scene. Judges at this year's Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show say Winston is a strong contender for the grand prize. Winston's popularity comes as the latest rankings have crowned a new top dog in the United States, the French Bulldog. The famous dog show runs today and tomorrow in Queens. There's a new addition to the High Line. A footbridge offers pedestrians a path from Moynihan Train Hall to the elevated park, eliminating the inconvenience of crossing multiple streets. The 128-ton High Line Bridge was put in place this weekend, and it hangs suspended 25 feet over Dyer Avenue in Manhattan at East 30th Street. The $50 million connector will include beautiful plants and flowers, which are intended to make wandering around the city even more beautiful. The High Line Bridge officially opens in late June. There was something in the air that night. The stars were bright, Fernando. On this day in 1976, the Swedish band ABBA made the number one spot on the UK charts for their song, Fernando. Also on this day, ABBA started a nine-week run at the top spot on the UK album chart. That's right. In 1976, their album, Greatest Hits, sat tight at the number one slot. Bridgerton is a popular Netflix series that follows characters during the Regency period of England. It made fans everywhere want to live like dukes and duchesses. So, the Queen's Ball is a live, immersive event that allows viewers to do so. And this year, it's in New York City. WFUB's Christina Lulich attended the ball and spoke to Isis Arias from Netflix Live Experiences. If you've ever desired to live like a debutante, you may have been drawn to the Netflix series Bridgerton. The show is inspired by the book series written by Julia Quinn. Together, Netflix and the production company Shondaland brought it to life on screen. It's been well received by fans so much so that they want to actually be in the show. Bridgerton is an amazing story, and Shondaland has really created such a beautiful world. You want to be able to walk in the gardens and go to the Modiste and promenade. <laughs> so it really created a, an amazing opportunity for us to build a world around it. That was Isis Arias, the lead of marketing for Netflix Live Experiences. The Queen's Ball has been hosted in cities like Toronto, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. This spring, the ball made its way to the Big Apple, ahead of Bridgerton's Season 3 release. It's the perfect city to host a ball. You know, we have seen fans show up in amazing gowns and dresses and outfits for the ball. I know New York is going to bring it with the fashion. At the ball, you'll see a range of outfits, from semi-formal to full-on ball gown attire, Everyone can attend the ball how they see fit. We're real big Bridgerton fans. We're excited about season three. That was Miranda Johnson. She attended the Queen's Ball and loved being immersed in the Bridgerton experience. The live performance really draws you in. And you even get to dance like a debutante. And then take the hands and come out. And take a step together. And then a step away. And now swing towards the throat. And now twirl your arms it's so much fun if you are a fan, but you can absolutely join us at the ball even if you are not. You are attending a ball. There is a performance element that you get to watch, but you do actively get to interact and participate.
From dancing lessons to curtsying to the queen to even being named Diamond of the Night, you really get to feel like you're living in the Regency period of the 1800s. Head to BridgertonExperience.com to see if the Queen's Ball is coming near you anytime soon. It's something fans and everyone can enjoy. I'm Christina Lulich, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Christina Lulich reporting on the Queen's Ball, a Bridgerton experience. And that's our show for today. I'm Isabel Danzis. And I'm Jay Doherty. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.